That might be uh, that might be what I'm talking about. Right tackle, Jamal James. Man, boy, it might have been Denver, matter of fact. Was it Denver? I don't know, it was Jamal James. <laughs> Yeah. Nah, they had Tom, Tom Brady going on the end of the day. He's like, tripping. Like, it's easy for you to say. <laughs> it's easy for you to say. I'm trying to get that joke. What was he saying? He was just basically saying, like, how he's like, he's like, um, pitchers ain't pitchers in the MLB not throwing 95-hour curveballs in December. Wow. Uh, he's saying, like, the hockey dudes, they not doing this stuff a whole eight, nine months before the season. So, like, he said, you know, and the reason for us to be doing it for, for us is good. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, it's easy for you. It's easy for you to say. So is that a big black card? Yeah, it's, uh, it's like an NFL, the NFLPA, the Players Association thing. So like they had Tyler Lockett on there talking to they too. Um, and boys just, you know, that's crazy. Yeah, 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 that's Exactly. That's that's all they're doing is, is looking out the, the players and the Chiefs. Because ain't nobody else. Yeah. So they talk a lot about how the NBA Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the Status Podcast, where Dana, Ty, and Zay encourage student-athletes to take action to universally succeed. The Status Podcast is designed to achieve encompassment of the student-athlete and their journeys while navigating multiple avenues. Our goal is to discuss, analyze, and create powerful ways that our student-athletes can benefit from using their platform to grow holistically. The Status Podcast will feature topics that can open the eyes of student-athletes to endless possibilities in sports and beyond. We, as former student-athletes, are passionate about the student-athlete experience and using our personal testimonies to repurpose the journey of the life, sports, and education. We plan to capitalize on opportunities to speak on topics regarding the wellness of student-athletes, both physically and mentally. We will use our voices to empower and supply the world's athletes with tools to be successful during and after their student athlete experience. Be sure to follow our Instagram at status412 underscore. To the intro, man, it's it's our first live uh, live podcast that we're doing. We've been doing everything online. And first live podcast, we had our first guest on. Um, you know, man, just got picked up on draft the free agent to the Steelers. About to go ahead and make that Mr. Shoot Man roster. Sure. Uh, you know what I mean? Clarence High School, 
Man turned over a 3 2 GX. Wow. Uh -huh. All that wow. wild. Me and my hair up to you. All that wild, man. It ain't easy. It ain't easy at all, man. All that would be one of the top DVs in the country. You know what I mean? All, all state, all American, uh, Gatorade player of the year. You know what I mean? Being able to do that on top of staying on top of the grades with a 3.2 GPA um, it's tough man. how are you able to maintain the grades and then maintain the play on the field and then maintain all that while you're being dragged in every direction in terms of recruiting and things like that nah yeah I, I feel like the biggest thing for real for was my base like I had like I had a solid foundation behind me you know, a lot of boys don't get that. Um, you know, of course, you know, um, go through everything just like everybody else, but like having that support and having people in your ear consistently, like not letting you slip, not letting you fall, that played a huge factor. And, and just me being, because I got all A's up until I think like sixth, seventh grade, I got my first B. And I, and I was sick about it. Um, my mom always in my ear about it. Um, so just, just having that base and, you know, staying consistent with it and knowing that knowing that on the back end, this is what they gonna look at. Like some guys coming to their freshman year, like, oh, I'll get my grades right senior year, I'll get my grades right junior year. Like, nah, let's start freshman year. As soon as you get up, as soon as you get to the house, as soon as you get there, they looking at them transcripts and everything. So me knowing that as well helped out too. So who was that foundation? You talked about the base. Who who was that support system that you had? Yeah, my, my, uh, my, my mom was a huge one as far as like academics. Um, and uh, Rinky, you know, Rinky, Rinky, yeah, y'all yeah, yeah, know Coach Bay, he, yeah. he was a huge part too, coaching me, and it, and it's like having a coach that's, that's your cousin, but like your coach at the same time, like of course he gonna, he ain't gonna separate you in a light, whereas, oh, this is my little cousin, he gonna separate you in a light, that, well, you gotta work, <laughs> you, ain't, you ain't about to slip off, you ain't about to do nothing, him, him doing that, him being on me about uh, that, uh, sports side of that was that was huge as well too. That helped me develop the you know who I am right now. It's crazy though. Nah, that support system is huge. Mm -hmm. That's all. Uh, sure. Now when you was at Penn State, what did you major? Uh, commercial community recreation management. Okay, what made you go towards after? Um, so for real, for real, it's under the college, it's under like an RPTM thing. So it all just sounded sweet. So <laughs> at first it sounded easy. So I'm like, man, I'm trying to go in here because my, my uh, advisor set me up that first semester. That's the first semester. Rough I want business. Hey, all these different type of, I think I had like a 1.9 the first semester. It was like rough. But uh, first it was easy. And then I started getting to the classes and I kind of found out it was a way of doing business without having to have a 3.5 year first semester or without doing all the math classes and everything because they had the marketing classes, they had the they had the um nonprofit classes, they had all of that stuff and then and as I got on to it, I'm like, hold up now, this might be something that I'm really interested in too. And yeah, it played out, played out perfect. Now you said 1.9, what played a factor in that 1.9? Like, you yeah, and I know when you get to college, you like this, you yeah. <laughs> it's been a lot, man. Exactly. I, I, I know y'all have been a few state before. Yeah, and I and I played at yeah. state, and I I said, man, I do this every week, and they know my name. <laughs> 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 that's, that's a different world. So, yeah. so how? So, so with that being said, let me
No, you go play in front of 100,000 fans every home game. You're a freshman. You just came from Little Clear. Yeah, you know I mean, y'all have at max, what, 1,200 people at the game? At max. You know what I mean? Now you're at 100,000 freshmen. Feet wet, still wet behind the ears. Like, how, how did that all, how did you all put that into play as far as going to school, being that uh, freshman that played right away? And how did you all, how did you handle it? Man, for real, I ain't you put in that perspective. Like, it sounds it sound crazy. It sounds crazy for that perspective. But, like, just just coming in, um, I, I kind of I kinda was always, I always had, I had confidence. But, like, I always was, like, fighting. Like, I always was hungry for more. And, but I had to have that confidence and be humble as well. Because going into this place, I'm going to spring ball. I think when I first got to college, I was 17. I was 17 for, like, the first week or two. I turned 18. Then you know, I'm around guys like Saquon. Right, right. I'm around guys like Mike Gusecki, play for the Dolphins. Right, right. Um, Deshaun Hammond, the receiver for the Broncos. So it's like, all right, you know what I mean? I gotta how how what am I gonna do to get up to eight level? Because that's that's where I'm at now. And and realizing that and um having that having that work ethic to to wanna be more to wanna compete with them dudes, man, that that, that was everything. That was everything. Yeah. Now, I personally, when I watched you in high school, I still remember that play against Alec Pupa. He hopped over before he broke. I, I remember that play. And right then I said, I said, yo, he should be a running back. Like, he should be a running back. I, I feel like he should be a choose to be a defensive back rather than a running back. Because I, I feel like you're you a dog, period, but running backs are different. Man, I still think about that to this day, bro. I still think about that to this day. Like, man, I should run the ball. But, um, it was it basically what it was was it was basically like that camp circuit. So like when you going into the recruiting thing, into the recruiting world, it's like, all right, I could do but like I did both at camps, but like whenever you got these scouts looking at you and everything, you gotta like hone in on something. And when I was going to the camp, I think my very first camp, I uh I think I was going in ninth grade or something like that. And like I went on the defense side of the ball, and like I was honestly, I felt like I was one of the best dudes out there behind dudes that was already committed to Michigan as a freshman. As a freshman, yeah. so like when I realized like that, and I realized like the landscape of me out there actually like covering these dudes, locking them up and stuff, I'm like hmm, I might be able to do this. And and the longevity as well as like that defensive side, because you know running back every time every time you get hit, that's every that's second closer to your career being over, you know what I'm saying? So just, just that aspect of it. And like I said, that camp circuit, I just kept going through the camps throughout ninth, uh, 10th, 11th. Which I tell you the best, I know y'all heard of probably like Jerry Judy, yeah. Oh, yeah. going up going up against him at camps, um, going up against Devontae Smith. I, I watched Devontae Smith for a whole, the Nike Open, I watched him the whole 707 game we had. That's what I'm saying. So it's like, you going up against guys like that, you like, Sure, oh, you know. I can do it. Like, oh, might as well just go for the team. Uh, so, they know who you are. You know? Yeah, right. that's the crazy thing about competition. It's so crazy that people know who you are. Exactly. From, the, from here to here to here. Because it's always it's like the same exact thing, bro, about design. And like, uh, about just the world, bro. It's just, a, it's just a, like every industry. You know what I mean? Because it, it is, lo and behold, an industry. It's a, it's a lane. You know what I mean? It's a business. Now, you uh, talk about them guys and, you know, getting put on, which. What brought you to Penn State? Because you had, you went anywhere in the country. What brought you to Penn State? For real, for real. That wasn't even my first option. That wasn't even my first option. I, the first thing I wanted to do was go to O State. O 
Upstate. So, so I was trying to commit to O State. I was trying to sign up commit to O State, and I had a problem with early enrolling. So they basically was like, "Yo, if you want to come to O State, you got to commit now." I think I remember. And I'm like, yeah. I ain't really ready. I still want to flirt a little bit. I still want to give you a visit. I still want to go around. And that went out the window. After that, it was Tennessee. I was trying to go to Tennessee. All right, same thing. I tried to play the same game with them. But their coaching staff were literally falling apart. So like they knew, yeah, they knew, yeah, they knew they wasn't about to. You know, I, I was, I was ready. To, I'm ready to go down there. Um, but after that fell apart, you know, it kind of like Penn State like stayed the whole time. And then I, th- I think the biggest thing, honestly, was um, state championship game my senior year after we lost. I just I remember seeing uh, the Penn State coach. And there's only coaches there for for uh, me. Me, I'm thinking, I'm thinking like you know, big time recruits. Yeah, right, right, right. There's some more guys out here. You know what I'm saying? But seeing them, I kind of, I made, I literally made the decision that we got a state championship game. And I think you know, seeing them at that state championship game was, was what got me. You happy with that decision? I think that year, I think that year because you know, whatever happens happens for a reason, and and you can't, you ain't wherever you go, however you shake out, you're not, you can't escape. So, so I definitely made the best of the opportunity. Um, made some lifelong relationships that uh, I can't, that I wouldn't dare try to take back. So, most definitely. And then So, you won that, you played freshman year and sophomore year. You got a son now. How did that change the world? And it's time for, you know, you got to be a ball player, you got to do some work at the classroom, and now you got somebody to provide for. How that change your mindset and the way that you that you what about things? Man, so so shoot, my mindset had changed before, like in the middle of freshman year, because you know it takes nine months. So so I, I found out about it that like that August. It was either that it was it was like that August or that September uh before the freshman season. So I'm going into the freshman season, like, yo, you gotta see it on the way. I'm like, oh hold up. Hey, like, hold up. I'm like, hold up. Like, like what? Um, so like that, like I had to kind of develop like uh, a, a trait or, or a type of tougher skin to realize like what I was facing, yeah. like realizing I was what I was about to go through. So you know, just just trying to adapt to that. And you know, after the season is is whenever um, after the season he came in March, so he came in, in the spring, uh, my sophomore year. Um, and after that, for real, for real, it was just like no time. It was, it was like go time. It was buckled down on every facet of everything. Like I can't slip in no area. I can't show weakness. I can't like like I said, go time. Yeah. Really. So you started out with that one man as a freshman. Did mm-hmm. that did having that son change your mentality in the classroom as well? And yeah. Kind of got back on track. Yeah, yeah. No facts, facts. Because at one, as soon as I had him, I think I had I declared my I declared my major my sophomore. Year. Probably right after that, keep it honey. Um, and I was just like, man, like I gotta even whatever, because whatever shake out, like I'm a father now. I gotta, I gotta make sure some shake out regardless. Right, right. So um, realizing that, it like it got everything together from academics to sports to whatever, because I ain't had no choice for it. That's dope. So junior year coming out, um, now you start you start on the defense at Penn State. Mm-hmm. Does that also change your mindset in terms of leadership qualities and, oh. and, and 
Uh, you gotta make sure the underclassmen are looking up to you in all aspects of, of being a student athlete. Yeah, it's a man. College go by fast. College go by super fast, and it's a, it's a it's a quick switch that flip from all right. I gotta fend for myself, find my way about this thing. To all right, now everybody looking at you now, and realizing that you know, realizing like the young guys coming in, like oh yeah, my. Yada yada yada. I haven't seen you play. Seen you do that X X Y Z. You're like, dang, I'm upperclassman. I'm in this position now. So now I gotta I gotta handle myself in a in a better light. I gotta handle myself like where I, I got a son. <laughs> I got I got younger teammates looking up to me. Younger teammates that reach out to me to play book, extra workout, whatever. Um, so just that realizing that for real, for real, did it. Who were those guys that you looked up to as upperclassman? And what type of example did they set? Man, I'm trying to tell you, Saquon is a dog. For real, like Saquon is a dog. Or <laughs> like, man, we almost got into it a few times <laughs> because the, um, I remember it was a uh, summer workout. It was a summer workout, um, and they were volunteers, like discretionary, for real, for real. And me being a freshman coming in, you know, I, I bought. Yeah, yeah, I so I was a, I was a, I was a freshman. He was a junior whenever I was a freshman. Okay, so yeah, so like me, me, I'm like man. I had, a, I had a good spring ball. I had like three interceptions. I was takeaway king and everything. And um, after that, you know, my coach kind of, he said I was starting, but then whenever stuff started going down the line, it started getting weird. Um, so I was like, man, I don't need a discretionary one. I ain't about to be out there like that. You know, y'all got boys in position. And he like, nah, he like, look, this, everybody needs to be here. I don't care if it's voluntary, just I don't care what it is. Um, just him doing that, and then like after workouts too, I'm walking out of the way from me like, yo, Mont, no, nah, we need these extra, we need the extra, whatever, extra, whatever extra. He kept that's that's just who he was. That's that's, that's who he was. Like, that's really what he was. You know what I mean? The new way you just like cut yourself. You know what I mean? But you don't at that type of point. Like he's like, yo, come back here. Yeah, that's, crazy. Nah, he's, that's that's the mentality he had. His his work ethic honestly kind of you know boosted mine a little bit. Seeing like. All right, I know the position he and I know what he doing, so maybe that's what I got. Were those same leaders on the field getting done in the classroom as well? Oh yeah, yeah. Say, say, Saquon was a Saquon uh, was was one of his books and stuff. I don't, I don't think he graduated now because he was out. He was early. Yeah, he was he was out early. But um, it was and there was a few guys. Um, like another guy was a, a academic guy. Could probably look at more was uh, like Nick Scott. Nick Scott was a was a real smart guy. He played for the Rams now. A seventh round draft pick. He was a real smart guy. Uh, he played safety. Yeah, he was. Who he, he was who I was behind whenever I had made that switch to safety. Um, but yeah, so. what brought upon that switch to safety? For real, for real, it was I. <laughs> I, I was getting into. I was bumping heads with the corner coach. For real, for real, man. That's 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 what it uh, mainly was. Um, because it wasn't like it wasn't like I, I couldn't play there. Or not. It wasn't like there wasn't no issues on that. And we kind of had you know, we had like. Three, three returning corners. Yeah. Uh, they had, you know, brought in a corner in my class of like six, two, ran four, three. You know, we right. fell in love with that. Um, and it was we didn't really have nobody at safety, so it was kind of like a death thing that they wanted me to go back, back behind there. And um, for real, for real, I was, I was cool. I was, I was finna, I was finna get that spot my sophomore year. But uh, second week of camp, second week of camp, pulled my hamstring just the whole week. You know you can't do that when you're a young boy fighting. <laughs> so you slowly start going down, right? Mm-hmm. And because whenever, whenever we, we started the, uh, you know, we start camp, 
we write a list of uh, best to last. Like, I know I already knew I was better than a few guys in the room. I wrote my name dead last. Coach, my coach was like, this is what you really think of yourself. I'm like, nah, but I'm putting it there right now because I know I know what I got to do. I know I got to work. I know who I got to pass up. And first week went by, I'm passing dudes up. Um, that second week came, Ashley. Yeah. Listen, when did you think that you, when did you like feel like you uh, hit your stride? Like when you're looking back freshman from your senior year, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? When did you feel like you got like, your routine down pat? This is just a question as a student athlete. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm wondering, like, uh, like uh, just like you said, uh, not, not only having to sign up, mm-hmm. not only having to think for somebody other than yourself, right. early, right. Right. Early, right. early, as soon as you get into school. But when did you like uh, realize that, damn, okay, this is my priority. You know what I mean? These are my priorities, all of them. It was, it was after our sophomore year. After our sophomore year, I didn't really play as much as our sophomore year. I played with my freshman year than I did my sophomore year um, because of that switch. So it was after that sophomore year, and I was going to my junior year, and I had hopped in the transfer portal. And it was kind of like a reflection period for real. It was kind of like, all right, so, so how are we going to do this? <laughs> it was, yeah, it was, it was like, like I got to see. I didn't play as much as I wanted to. And I could have easily, like, when my teammate shoot. The dude that was behind me in the cornerback room, he transferred from Texas Tech, went down there, All-American, got drafted fourth round, right? So so kind of how I was, I was like, what are we going to do about this? And I kind of, me, I took the approach as, like, I'm not going to run. I, I came in this, you know, I came in this, this tough situation. Yeah, maybe, you know, but this is what we got to do. And we're going to fight through it. So I took that approach. And that, that junior semester, I, I went hard at it, and you know, it paid off for for that junior year because that's kind of when I got into it. I think that comes from the foundation you just talked about earlier. There's so much passion that builds that. You know, yeah, right. All right, so uh, give us a little insight with like being a freshman at Penn State. You know, college freshman student athlete. Give us a little insight of what your kind of day consists of. I know, like when I went to school, we went to school. You had like study table hours, you had whatever, mandatory, you had to do it, you had to do it on top of the, uh, you got to be here at this time there. You know, how was it for you? you know, give us just a day example of yours and how you adjusted to it. So, so we would, it would be, we would have a, a morning lift or a morning workout, probably about bright and early seven. Uh, that would be a few hours. Then after that, um, we would have either meetings on one day or the other day it would be class. If you got a class, you probably have class to five, six, from anywhere, start from 11, 12, wherever. Depending on how many classes you got that day. And then for us, man, we had study hall every night from eight to 10. And we had to be up at like four. Yeah. Yeah, we had to be up at four. There ain't no sleeping in the study hall. What? Yeah, man, we bumped out that job, but um, yeah, whoever you know, whoever got a good day, had a bad day, right? But no, I'm talking all day. This is this is uh, workout, workout for two hours, film for two, three hours, class for four, five hours, study hall for another two, and then you up right in the next one, all over again. You guys are like hey, you, you got it. 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 You got it.
20 Lamont Ways coming in this class. Mm -hmm. Like, so you're not the only Lamont Way coming in. And a lot of people don't realize that. So now's generation got to adapt to that. I think they forget. Like, there's other uh, prospects out there. There's other players that ball that's dogs too. You talk about this generation, you being national ranked, attracted to a lot of the kids that's in high school now, you're not just competing against. Dudes, that's on your schedule. Yeah, right. You're trying to be recruited. You're competing right. with somebody in Texas. You compete with dudes like Devontae Smith. You compete with dudes like Lamont Wade. Was that your same mindset? Or did you look at the schedule and say, I need to beat this team? Or did you look at it and say, I need to beat this person across the country? You know, the first thing that really turned me up was I was in eighth grade and I seen Dylan Moses getting offers. Uh, yeah, from he he went to Bama, he was down when he had an LSU offer on him. In eighth grade, I'm like, hold oh, up. I feel like I'm a shit. You know what I'm saying? He got a lot of And then seeing that, uh, I hit the, hit the ground running after that. And, uh, and right, shoot, for real, for real, when I seen that, probably less than a year is when I got my first one. I, uh, ninth grade, my ninth grade year, I tore my meniscus. I only played like six games. Like, I only played half the season, you know what I'm saying? And, and really? that spring, Pitt came, <laughs> Temple came, and West V came. So, yeah. So, what was your first offer? My first offer. What was that first offer? It was. Uh, West Virginia? Dang, what was it? That was. Wow. Was it Pitt? <laughs> it might have been. It might have been Temple. Somebody. It might have been Temple. But, but like, they all came in at the same time. It was like, boom, boom, boom. It was West Virginia, matter of fact. It was West Virginia. It was West Virginia. It was West Virginia, and then Temple, and then Pitt came. But it was all like back to back, and I, I didn't expect none of that. Right. I only played six games, you know. But I, like, I had a solid year. Now, did they recruit you at running back or defensive back? Um, they just wanted you straight out. It wasn't you like early, like back. It was like it wasn't that construct. Exactly, like an athlete thing. It wasn't even that construct of whatever it is. Like we offer, we want you, we want you here because like I didn't. I had, I think the camp, I had, I had started, I had started getting the camp cert. I started doing the seven on seven, and that's what it really was. I was doing the seven on seven. Yeah, yeah, I was doing the seven on seven. I was doing the seven on seven. Yeah, seven on seven. Youngstown traveling. Um, who who got you doing that? Um, because that's something that a lot of kids are missing right now. Yeah, no, I think, I think it was, I think honestly, for real, for real, it was kind of, I kind of like was searching for. Like what is it? Like what is these dudes doing? And I seen it was it was um seven on seven and stuff like that. And I had my first seven on seven tournament. It was a tournament. Will Fuller was out of in Philly. Um, I was going into I don't even think I was going into high school. I was in eighth grade. Yeah, no, you got to. That's how you. That's how you got to. Look around. Look around. Who's it? Yeah, it was comp. That's dope. Yeah, I mean, hype right now. He's saying he's in the world. Facts. He says he's seeing where to go. Yeah, everybody don't do that. Looking for some. That's what I take. Looking for smoke. That's what I take. So, did you have that same mentality at the college level, or did you more so look at the schedule? Yeah, so so on a college level, man, it, it was it was it was like stuff stuff started getting real, for real. Like like life started to hit for real, and then like I had to, I I mean you know it was it was slight stuff, but pretty much for the most most part of it, high school, middle school, all that coming up was you know it was sweet going too much stuff. But I think I went into my uh, first semester, um, 
son, son came right after that. I think I lost my cam. Right after that, I lost my man's. I lost my man's that year too. So it was like my head was like twisting everywhere, and I kind of had to. I kind of had to find a way, like, like this adversity. I had to find a way, like, all right, now stuff ain't stuff is getting twisted upside down. Stuff ain't happening how you want it. Now, like, how how do you adapt to that? How do you react to that? And I, I kind of had to find a way to to realize, like, all right, even though this is going on, I still gotta be me, you know. And kind of when I kind of when I f- figured that out, that's when I that's when I kind of got it back into me more. Um, but then that's when that position change happened. Right. So it was like, I ain't never played safety. It was something else to happen. You know, I ain't never played safety before. And I'm like, still trying to figure this stuff out. Right. So um, that that stuff, that took place for real, for real. Um, after, after that sophomore, like I was telling y'all, whenever I started getting back into the mode of like, all right, KJ, every rep, you know what I'm saying? Every rep. Every rep, you know what I'm saying? Who, whoever it is, like, I ain't ducking. Nothing, I, whatever going on, I don't care. We out here, it's my safe haven, so let's get it. So, I mean, listen, man, please keep that mentality. Mm-hmm. Don't lose that, bro. Fact. You understand what I'm saying? Please, man, for yourself, not even for nobody else. You know? Because life is crazy. You know it. Yeah. You see the pandemic past year. Yeah. And there's so many twists and turns, man. You survive, you feel me? That's why I was asking about that Gatorade player a year, so I decided to interrupt her. Same thing with the, with the phone call about getting, you know what I mean, uh, sent or picked up as a, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, be in a fade. Mm-hmm. But still, at the same time, that hunger, yeah. that safe haven more than anything, you know what I mean? Yeah. If you cherish that, bro, you'd be ready to fight that shit. Nice. <laughs> Going into your senior year, you started your junior year, now you're a senior, you know, voted team captain. Mm-hmm. Um, how did that, how did that fall upon you in terms of the leadership role? And, and how did you start to look at, you know, yourself, Captains as a senior captain, I guess. Yeah, it was it was kind of like a thing where it's um, kind of like I could I could kind of start telling now that people gravitated towards me because of just me being genuine. Like I'm like I'm a genuine dude. I'm a real dude. I'm a, I'm gonna keep it 100. Like regardless, of, like me me being that me dishing that out on my teammates. You know, they saw that they respected that. I was always a smart dude when it come to like playbook stuff and on the field. I handled my business as well. So um, them realizing that, uh, I, you know, I appreciate the mess out of work. And just like how you said, going into that role, I had to, it's like a, it's like a whole nother level up from, all right, I'm a leader, but like now I'm like one of them guys who, who have to hold this thing down. And the pandemic, man, that made it even harder for real, for real. Um, so finding out ways to, like I said, I'm going to season. Right, exactly, I'm going to season. Finding out ways going back to that, to that freshman year, 2017, it's just keep continuing to build off, finding ways to, to fight through that adversity, finding ways to make it happen regardless of what's going on. So how, how did you how did you guys stay motivated during that pandemic? Not even know that you was even on play that year. It was rough, bro. It was rough. Um, it was rough. Yeah, it was like we on season on, season off, up and down. You know, some guys, some guys, uh, you know, ain't want to come back to campus because of because of. Don't nobody know what's going on for real, for real. But I kind of took that approach, like how he said, the safe haven. Like, you know, I ain't, I, I don't want to be home. I want, I want to be up here. I want to handle this. And we started out working on like groups of like six to ten of us, because you know they had to split the groups up, COVID protocols and everything. Um, and honestly, just chipping away each day, like with the uncertainty, still trying to, still trying to go. You know. Did y'all ever have to pause? Pause 
practice or pause workouts? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we probably paused workouts probably about two, three times. We paused workouts in the summer once, and then we had to pause camp. We started camp. We had to pause camp, and then we had to start that back up again. And it was just like, it was, it was all over the place. So for real. how was using that? How, did, how were you able to stay ready going during that? Whenever you guys paused workouts, what did you do to continue keeping yourself at, at top shape? Yeah, so so how crazy, how crazy 2020 was for real, man. I took I took a uh, I took a mental approach because it felt like my mind was blocked. It felt like it was a bunch of stuff going on. And I never, and you know, growing up, you know, in places where we come from, don't nobody think about mental health or nothing like that for real, for real. So I kind of took a mental health approach for real because uh, it was it was uncertainty. Um, you know, they want you here, want you here. You got a youngin back home, all this stuff. So I, I whenever I was up, that was the, the first. I think we recorded like May for like voluntary stuff. I was up there first group, first uh, like we had waves of people coming in because of COVID. First wave. I was up there all summer, all camp, and then when I second that camp had stopped the first time, I was like, all right, man, I've been devoting myself to this. <laughs> I've been trying to go out at this. They just canceled the season. I'm like, hold it, let me take a step back. And like, like get my head right for it. Let me get right what I need to get right. So I honestly, I think I came, I came home. Then I spent the whole, probably whole week with my son because I, I wasn't with him all. So I, I spent that time with him probably consistently, twenty four hours a day for like a whole week. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, taking, taking that, doing that, and it kind of you know got me back into it. And after I did that, you know, I was able to free myself up to like, all right, let's let's, let's get back to it. Regardless, let's fight. Now, uh, being the captain and having a player that gravitate towards you after you know you put yourself in a transfer uh, portal, you know you going through all that. Was it hard to get your guys to really take home of your leadership after them seeing Lamar Wade enters the transfer pool? Basically, might they might feel like turning your back on them? How how hard was that? What, what approach did you take to become that leader? You became? Yeah, no, nah, for real, for real, it was all respect. Yeah, like all respect. Like my guys, they like they knew what's up. They had, they know my body for right. they know how I operate. And when you operate in a way where you know what you what you dish out is for for what you get back. So so when you when you handle your business in, in that manner, it's kind of like people see that, respect that, and people understand. Like sometimes people on the outside or these higher ups, they don't really care about you as much for real. For real. So like you sometimes you got to take the initiative to care about yourself to get yourself right because you know everybody else is gonna do that and they respected that so right. you know what i'm saying it, it, it was all love for real, for real. And i came back there i was on the border for like a month N- not even you know i came back got right to work like like i wasn't even gone what was the, what was the mindset and decision for you to take yourself out of the chance to come back to this day yeah it was, it was just that that like telling myself like like i ain't gonna run i got like, horses they 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 kind of let me rock because I kind of I kind of got to a point where they I they would be mad at me because I always told them I'm like man y'all the reason I <laughs> y'all, y'all want me on your X Y Z so they kind of they took they step yeah, back they were playing with this right exactly exactly so so I had I really had that like 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 on real man time right. yeah so like it was like I gotta fight facts I gotta fight and I ain't, I'm not running through the situation. Um, and the coaches wasn't telling me nothing sweet. Like they didn't tell me like it was gonna be my position or nothing like that. They wouldn't tell me none of that. Uh, Cincinnati. I was thinking about going to Cincinnati. I was thinking about coming back to Pitt. And um, 
I think North North Carolina State, North Carolina State, because the, the D coordinator, Coach Gibson, he had left West Virginia and went to NC State. So I was thinking about yeah, yeah. So I was thinking about that as well. Yeah. But you know, I, I I chose not to not to run from whatever the adversities were. I what chose to put them at the face and handle. Yeah, you got to be thinking about really? it. What, what type of advice like would you give to somebody that's looking to transfer, maybe to state or to Blue? Like you know what I mean? All in all, for real, for real, whatever, whatever, like you want to do, take that leap of faith. Regardless of, regardless of if, if you ain't, if you want to fight through the adversity, if you wanna, if you wanna go somewhere and test the waters out to see if it, whatever it is, like. Do it and stick to it. As long as you do that and stick to that, you gotta respect it. Facts and you gotta respect it. You gonna get it done regardless. So. Good. What you um? I'm gonna say uh, I'm just I just wanna ask you about just like your uh, personal brand, starting from mm-hmm. high school, like because it, it, it does. Man. I mean, listening to you talk about everything, bro. It, it, the brand starts from eighth grade, ninth grade. Mm-hmm. You decide, yo, this is where I'm trying to get to. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and I ain't gonna get into like talk about the safe haven. That's mm-hmm. a whole. That's a whole level you gotta reach. You yeah, I mean, facts. Facts. You can tell somebody all day like, uh, you want it. You, you can become one with this. You have peace. Never mind. They ain't gonna understand. Mm-hmm. Peace not. So anyway, I want to ask you like, uh, you know what I mean? Personal brand wise, like, uh, and I don't want to think ahead of football, bro. Mm-hmm. But I want you to consider like, I want to ask you just like how you feel about you know, what type of direction you're getting. Yeah, you know what I mean, we spoke about this before, right? You know I mean, but. Uh, just where you see yourself, bro, you know what I mean, in the next few years? Shoot, man. For real, for real. Work-wise, I mean, I know it's, it's, it's unpredictable business, I mean, industry, everything. Man. Yeah. And uh, this, this question is something that you, you can take, you, can, you don't got to answer it too far. Yeah, I'm um, Honestly, man, I, I kind of, I, I put myself or how I see myself as a, as a, as a visionary um, and as a, as a mogul, honestly, for real. Um, because... I feel like I have a thirst for knowledge and mm-hmm. in, in any as any area, whatever it is, I have a thirst for knowledge. Um, it's great. And if I want to know something about it, I'm going to take the time out to learn, whether it's how I started doing like Forex trading, <laughs> doing stuff really like that, <laughs> or whether it's, whether it's uh, real estate. You got to study. Right. I learned, I learned how to get into real estate without getting my real estate license. <laughs> like, you know, you know whether, what it, like whatever it is, just... My thirst for knowledge, um, I, I feel like that that visionary and, and that that mobile, you know, putting okay, I know this, I got game, but like I'm not gonna soak all this game up and I'm not one of those that dudes to be stingy to be like, all right, I know this, I'm gonna be above y'all. I'm I'm gonna stun on y'all, like no, nah, the knowledge I'm soaking up, like I'm gonna feed, I'm gonna push back out, like I'm gonna make sure if if you really serious about this, if you wanna get this together, come up with a business plan. Right, you know what I'm saying. If, if, if you if you need help with something, if you want to start an LLC, get your EIN. If you want to um, want me to talk to some coaches and give you some track, like whatever it is, you know what I'm saying. I just I just push that knowledge back out. You know what I'm saying. That's just how I vision. You know, whatever I got. Going. I think that's big. We talk about so, brand. So being a college, being a student athlete, you know, you're you're. I, I kept up. You push your brand a lot. Everything you do, you're real vocal about it. So. I know that you're real you and I appreciate it. I loved every minute of it on social injustice. Yeah, I remember uh, Harry was holding a rally out there, and uh, 
and yeah, about LA Fitness. So yeah, just get into that. Let us know a little bit how that came about. But we obviously know what drives that. We all see it what's going on. So just get into a little bit about that being a student athlete. Really, not what a lot of people don't know is they make it feel like you really don't have a voice. But you said forget that. I'm a, I got a voice. You gonna hear this voice regardless of anything you put. You put your scholarship on the line, put everything at risk by stepping up saying this is wrong. Right. So just get into that a little bit. No, I feel like, I definitely feel like I ruffled a bunch of feathers. Man. Ruffled a bunch of feathers. You don't that. Get it, but like, I, like, I kind of, with that, they had a thing when I had found out, when I think, of, uh, I think some people <coughs> from the protest reached out to me and was like, yeah, we're doing this right down the street from Claire. Um, so I, I went and I just, I just asked to, um, I asked him, like, just let me get five minutes. I just want to say something. I feel need to say something. Um, but, like, people people got to understand, like, it's, it's people people want to make it seem like it's, it's, it's black and white. It's uh, so basic or yes or no, but, like, it's a bunch of constructs that go into things that aren't as simple or aren't as easy as it seems. So, like, when you, when you like, understand, um, when you understand, like, kind of your purpose more when you get into it. when you get in tune with yourself for real for real it's kind of like hey i know what i got to do regardless of what you say regardless of how they feel like if this is if this is how i feel if this is what's right if this is what's pushing me what's motivating me then i'm gonna make sure this is done i'm gonna make sure this is spoken on if it's not right that's that's another thing why people have problems with us for me uh me and uh one of my guys of uh penn state shop tony that's my brother shout out to him but like we we gonna voice our opinion if something not right. If like we we not just gonna sit back and, and let stuff not be right. You know what I'm saying? And not a lot of people are like that. Bring your name up a couple times. Yeah, yeah. 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 all the way. Is there tension under here? Happy Valley. All right. Is it one? Quick Twitter. Man, what? Real. Like for real, bro. Like for real, like I ruffled a lot of feathers. Like, and honestly, honestly, that might got something to do with the how like this draft situation and stuff. I thought about that. For real, because I'm one of those guys that that it's rare because a lot of people would think about self, and a lot of people would think about you know protecting your image or protecting like, but like I said, like it's something right, it's right, something wrong. Strong, yeah. man. Is that something that you feel like is always in you, or is that something that you feel like you develop over time? Have that mindset. Yeah, it was. It was definitely. It was definitely always in me, but it, it took a lot of things for it to come out. It took some stuff to come out because shoot, with, with, when I got to school, like I, like I got a passion for music. So when I, got, I was thinking like, all right, maybe I don't want to do that because. They gonna view me in this light of, but like when, it's, when you realize, like I can, like I dig into it, research, search for knowledge, you realize, like honestly, there's really two Americans, and like people only gonna have insight on what they know and what they're exposed to. So if you're not exposed to this other side of America, you know what I mean? That's the your name. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Facts. They're not going to see that pop up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Facts. I, I heard a few songs and stuff like it. Uh, now, knowing that's out there on the you know, platform that's 
out there on, and we talk about and the area we come up, come up in, and you know things that we've seen and whatnot. So your rap lyrics, how did your coach receive that when they might have heard that or a Vassar or you know Penn State? Some, how did they? Yeah, so that's the thing I was taking. Like I did like the first video. I like I shot a video. It was called Up. I shot a video of Up. I think I like 42k right now. But it was like clean. It was a clean version, right? It was, but like, I felt like it wasn't me. <laughs> like, I got 42,000 on that. Like, they was playing at uh, basketball games, kids coming out, like kids in the car sending me Snapchats and all this stuff. And I'm like, like it, like, it got me a lot of attention, but like, I feel like it wasn't me. So I stepped back from that because it, it wasn't my authentic self. I felt like I was trying to put this layer up to try to please people. And I stepped back from that. And I, I really, because I did that, me stepping back from it, it kind of, it wasn't really that much backlash because I kind of chilled from it. But then whenever I started getting into, like how I said, realizing myself and knowing who I am, and people know, you know, I'm outspoken and I'm gonna speak on stuff for Realizing that, I kind of it kind of was like people just had to accept it, and I, I kind of gave off like well, it's either accept this or I'm not I'm not doing it wrong. I am just breaking the laws. I'm not you gonna accept how I'm rocking, right? You know what I mean? Just your impact on well, speak for yourself. You on the field, we're saying, and that will lead to you being that people following you for who you are. I like the one way because it's involved. Yes, and then, uh, well, that's what I believe. Yes, Honestly, though, because uh, that's going to come out. You know what I mean? That's what it is. Yeah, uh, that's that's time. You ain't going to change your work no matter what. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's 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 so, so to wrap it up, um, what are some things that you would advise student athletes in the high school level or even before? And uh, yeah, we want to reach that during the being a college student athlete or jump into the next level of the NFL Biggest thing, biggest thing I probably say to the biggest few things I probably say is like whatever, whatever it is, you know, whatever that dream is, whatever that goal is, whatever, it don't matter what area it is. Like if in your head you envision it that way, don't let nobody throw it off. Don't don't let outside factors influence. Whatever you got, whatever God got, don't let don't let nobody throw that off because nobody living your life, nobody gonna be in your shoes, and nobody gotta do, nobody's gonna do the work to get get you where you need to be. So realizing that, like all your motivation, like you can look out, you can do all these other other things, but ninety five percent of your motivation gotta come from within, and if it don't come from within, then you'll see areas where you start to lack and you see areas where, all right, maybe I don't want to do this. Maybe I should switch. Like, nah, like, you got to be a firm believer and, and like, whatever you put out is, is what you get back. And, and like, always being positive for real, for real. And I know it's, it's, it's hard to do that because all the ups and downs and everything, but, like, taking it for granted, taking stuff for granted, and any negative, anything negative that happens, like, Realizing that that's literally just the the a small opening of the next great thing for you. Realizing that any failure that it isn't really a failure 
it's about how you look at it. It's about perspective. You know what I'm saying? You could you could look at something as you could look at something as putting you down, or you could look at something as making you stronger and building you up. And I kind of like what they say, for real, for real, don't kill you, make you stronger. And that's a fact because as long as you walk in, you know what I'm saying, it's a, it's a lesson. It's a lesson. It's a lesson. Hey, man. Appreciate you so much. Appreciate you guys. Congratulations again. Definitely appreciate so that's a wrap, man. We appreciate y'all tuning in. Shout out to everybody that view. Shout out everybody. Shout out my boy Fatty on the uh, podcast. We not so secure. Shout out Leo Greenwood Rituals. Anybody else want to shout out? Shout out the whole scene. All right, man. Tune in next time. Peace. Appreciate you.